everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Tam Tonight. I'm your host, Tam, and here I am to give you guys real news for fake worlds. All right. So if you watched last week, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you to all the viewers, all the audio listeners. I really appreciate you all. Thank you to everybody that reached out to me on social media and like followed me or tagged me in something. Yeah, thank you to everybody. I'm really excited about this new thing. I was super nervous to start it out by myself. So I'm excited you all are here. First off, we have the politics segment of the show, which is the black politics segment we talked about last time. Introduced that to you all. So this week in politics, our very, very first story is the very sad and tragic passing of Kobe Bryant and the other passengers on the plane. I don't want to name them all, you know, out of respect for their family and privacy and stuff like that, but there were a lot of parents, uh, children, a teammate of Kobe's daughter, uh, Gianna, who also passed away. So it's very sad and, you know, a dark time for L.A. You know, all of us grew up with the Lakers, all of us from L.A., you know, the three-peat times, all of that. So, So to see someone so young like Kobe, pass away so tragically is pretty crazy but what can we do you know every day I think that's why you should live life to your fullest be thankful for all the things you have especially your family hold everybody that you love very close and just I don't know like take life as seriously as you can because you never know which moment might be your last so I think that if you know everyone else and everything else in society doesn't already tell you moments like this make that a lot more real for me uh, my heart really goes out to Vanessa and his family and the children that are left over that she's going to have to raise by herself so oh I couldn't imagine it's just sad it makes me sad talking about it so I kind of want to get off that subject but R.I.P. the go R.I.P. Kobe his baby Gigi and all of the other passengers on the plane and their families my heart my prayers are with all of you the second story this week uh, for politics is the fact that 50 percent of the nation's homeless population just so happened to be black uh, this is a story that was put out by ABC News earlier this week. You can check it out if you just Google uh, 50% of homeless population is black or African-American. It'll come right up. And it's pretty shocking. Um, I don't think that the flat statistic is as shocking for me because some years ago statistics came out about downtown L.A. and they were very, very similar. Like black men are only like 13, 14% of the population, but they were this overwhelmingly large percent of the people down on Skid Row. So this sort of mirrors that study for me and it's not that shocking, but it is sort of uh, like hard to take, like dang, 50%. So that isn't just for me, that doesn't just say that, you know, black people are making bad choices or that we're not rising to the occasion, that we're falling short. To me, that points to a systemic issue. And I think, you know, most poignantly is the fact that black people were redlined and segregated and not able to own homes or purchase homes in good neighborhoods that would hold value and things like that. So I in a circle of poverty as well. So I think all that compounds and it makes it very hard as a black person to own a home and to maintain a home with all the other discrimination that you're facing in America. I've read some other studies that say African-Americans are the number one group to uh, lose a home. So we're, the, the study goes, we are the, the least likely to own a home. And if we do own a home, we were the most likely to lose that home. So that just all feeds into this homeless statistic and it's although it's very sad I think that is something that is not not widely known especially if you are out in the major cities it's pretty much you can see that with your eyes so I think that it's pretty sad and you know not really something you want to talk about or deal with as a black person but I think that is very important and we should sort of take these issues more seriously because they affect us so what is going on in the housing market right now that currently makes it harder for us to get homes. And even for rental properties, I saw a story. Um, In Oakland, they just 
got rid of the law, changed the law that you can discriminate or that you can check a person's criminal background before you rent them a home. That's another thing that keeps black people, you know, in more impoverished situations or doesn't allow them the same opportunities as other people in this country. So I think that if that was something that was more widely accepted across the state of California, I don't know if they do that in other states, but I know here that they check for criminal background, uh, they want three times the rent, all of these things. So it does make it a lot harder if you are a person of low socioeconomic background to overcome that and to get on your two feet and be stable. So I hope that all of these things are really taken into consideration. I hope black people take these issues more seriously. I hope that we get out and vote in our local elections. I hope that we do what we can to make our voices heard and to try to end this problem because 50% homelessness is unacceptable to me and I don't think it points to a specific error on our part. I think it points to a failure of the government and we are citizens of this country regardless to how we're treated. So I think that we need to take ownership of those facts and start to really push the buttons that we need to push and start to annoy the people that need to be annoyed and put this up in their face and let them know that this is not okay and we don't accept this as a society. Black, white, yellow, orange, we do not accept this, it's not okay. Capitalism really, man, it just, it sucks. The third and final story for politics doesn't really have to do with black people, but kind of I felt like it would be important because of this one fact. So the impeachment, uh, trials are going on here in America. I believe they're on all the major channels, Fox, CNN, blah, blah, blah. You can probably watch on the internet if you want. But I find it very odd that this trial is going on and there are no witnesses. Now, I am no drug kingpin, I'm no El Chapo, but I'd be willing to say that there are many people of color that would have loved the opportunity to have a trial with no witnesses. And now this man, the highest office in the land, you know, it's supposed to be educated people, lawyers, all of this stuff, doctors in Congress and Senate. And it's people in here playing on fidget spinners. It's people like uh, turkey neck Mitch McConnell that flat out walk out talking about it's too boring. I've been in many a places too boring. I don't get to behave like that. Um, it's just, it's appalling to see the adults act like this. And I don't know what's going on. I'm, I'm young. I'm only 26. Like, I'm not super, super young, but I'm not old enough to be in charge of shit. And it's like, y'all people that are in charge, it's very difficult for me to accept that for years and years you set the standards that people like me need to live up to and all these harsh rules and what I got to be and what I got to do. And then you at your own job, you not shit. So I really want to know, America, are these the people that we want representing us? Are these the people that are supposed to uphold the tenets of our democracy or our republic or whatever this has turned into now, dictatorship? Are these the clowns that we want to pay our tax dollars so they can live nice off of and get free cell phones and free cars and free healthcare and all this shit for life after they do their term in the government? Are these the people who want to be representing us? Because this is clown, this is coonery and buffoonery that I see. It's crazy. I don't accept it and I don't. Won't you be getting paid for this? Like, no, a trial with no witness. What? We, everybody knows what he did wrong. He said it on TV. He says it over and over anytime he's asked about it. He's like, yeah, I did it. So what? So what? I want to know what's going on for me. Help, help me understand this. Because like I said, I'm young. I only took AP US history. What do I know? I don't know everything about the government. But I would like to think that we're held to some higher standards than this. I, I don't want to get annoyed. RIP Kobe, RIP Gigi, the other passengers do something about this homelessness problems. A cause that Kobe actually championed when he first came to LA, I believe, when I was younger. I would hear a lot of things about Kobe interacting with the homeless and trying to solve homelessness downtown LA. Anyways, work it out in the memory of the GOAT, please. 
Okay. So now we can get on to our main story of the day. And our main story is it was Grammy weekend this weekend here in Los Angeles, here in California. The people, the stars trot out to Hollywood and to the shrine and at Staples Center. And they have the Grammy event of the year. And it's supposed to be about music, but I really like music and fashion. And I think this is one of the nights that it comes together the best. So I kind of love this time of the year. I, I can't lie, it makes me happy. I love to see who gets awards, like the projects that I thought were cool or not or whatever, see what the other people think of them. It's just a great time for me. So I want to start off my Grammy coverage by what I feel like is a kickoff to Grammy weekend, and that is the Rock Nation Brunch. Now, before I get going on this, I would like to ask, where were the fashion correspondents for this event? Where was the fashion coverage? I know that this is like a bougie, like hidden, um, invite only type of event, but I would like to know where were the fashion contributors and the people, because there were a lot of great outfits, but we don't know who's wearing what. And that can be kind of irritating for the fashion faithful like myself. But anyways, I would like to say that Vogue, Essence, Women's Wear Daily, none of y'all weren't available. Nobody could go down to Beverly Hills and hang around this nice event, take pictures of people, ask them maybe what they're wearing. Maybe I'm dumb, maybe what do I know? I'm just asking. It's only like one of the most photographed, social media thirsty events of the year. Everybody's happy to be there. It's crazy people wait hours and hours, Beyonce show up at the last minute. I would think that would be something that you could get some free content for your publication. What do I know again? I'm mind my business. But if y'all want someone to go, if you feel like maybe just something that slipped under, I'm available. I will go, will ask the question that needs to be asked. I will take the pictures that need to be taken. But anyways, now let's get into my Rock Nation brunch coverage. So, I want to start with the host of the events because I feel like it's only right. We're gonna start off with Jay-Z. Now Jay-Z was wearing a mauve, he corrected the people, a mauve suit and he was styled by a longtime stylist, June Ambrose. The mauve suit was by Davidson Ferrer. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, but okay, Davidson Ferrer. It was very, very nice suit, white, no tie shirt, very clean look, black shoes. I'm sure the shoes are probably Tom Ford or something because that's a staple for Jay-Z. And he looked pretty good. Can't be mad. It's more of like the cleanup look that we saw with him and Beyonce with the whole, um, Ape shit vibe and all of that, how he was coming out in the suits every night. It looks pretty much like that, more of that. So I think it's a pretty comfortable look for Jay-Z. June Ambrose looked incredible. She had on a blue and black, like polka dot dress. It was very fun. I think the designer is Novocato. Not sure if I'm saying that right. I'm sorry. Okay, these are not popular designers. But the dress was very cute. It looks like she has on like Brian Atwood heels or they could be Gucci. I'm not sure, but the black heels and her hair, she looked perfect. June Ambrose never really disappoints me. And I like that she has her own style. She doesn't like follow trends. She's not really married to any particular thing. I like it that I feel like she just has a lot of fun with her fashion. So I love seeing June Ambrose looks. Shout out to you. Next we have um, Chanel and Mustard. DJ Mustard and his soon-to-be wife. They looked very cute at the brunch. They didn't take pictures at the brunch that I saw, but there were some posted on their social media. Mustard looked very cute and it seems like it's custom. He didn't name the designer, but he just came from Paris Fashion Week, so who knows. Gray suit with sort of like some tactical 
pockets and stuff like that on the side. It looked very cool. Black shoes. Um, Chanel wore a Louis Vuitton outfit, Judith Lieber candy shop bag, and some Balenciaga red pointed the lace-up shoes. She looked really cute and clean and put together, and it wasn't like um, a try-too-hard look. Like, they just looked like they were going to church or something, so very cute. Sweetie and Quavo stepped out. Yeah, Sweetie came to slay in her big, poofy, over-the-top Harry Halim, I believe, Paris, foo-foo dress, uh, styled by Brian Jovar, of course. And Quavo had on a blue, velvety-looking suit. He looked cute. They looked cute together. So shout-out to y'all, future power couple in the making. Or style couple, because they be complimenting each other pretty well. I don't know. Whatever they want to be cute. Good job. Okay. Beyonce looks super cute in her Murano... Francesco, I believe that's how you say it, outfit. I didn't mention her with Jay-Z because they didn't come together. She comes all the way at the end. The picture, the first picture I saw of Jay-Z was with June. So don't don't kill me, Beehive. But Beyonce looks cute. She came to slay. I like this very clean look. I feel like Beyonce is dressing a lot more body conscious than she has the twins, which I'm not mad at. It's just not what I'm used to seeing her in, like these very sculptural, tailored at the top flowy at the bottom type of looks, but I think she looked cute and she was styled by her longtime stylist, Darina Akers. That's cute. Um, Rihanna came and looked fly. Rihanna came and looked fly in Bottega, this like pull, drawstring, drapey look with like a um, windbreaker type looking jacket. She looked real cute. Makeup was cute. Hair was cute. I saw her cussing with Christy Lampkin. I wonder what they was talking about, but okay. Okay, Kelly Rowland looks super cute in this green structured silk top and these blue creased like heavy bell-bottom pants. She was styled by Colin Carter, who was Cardi B's stylist. Um, he seems to be making the rounds. I saw him styling Naomi Campbell, so shout out to you. Get those checks. Uh, Kelly looks amazing. She looks beautiful. Sebastian Gunawano, I think is the name. I'm sorry if I'm butchering that. I'm so, so sorry, but she looks very cute and like stand out like I'm here. She just looks beautiful, and the green looks great with her skin. DJ Khaled showed up and showed out. He had on a full blue, like baby blue look by 501 Flavors, and I think he has on some blue Jordans. DJ Khaled, he never really disappoints me. He comes with like the same look consistently, but he always looks clean, so I'm not mad at that. And for a suit, what can you ask for besides clean, a little bit of color? DJ Khaled does that well, so hey. All of the men looked really good. Honestly, there was a lot of color. P. Diddy wore like an off-white, white combo. Uh, Kevin Hart wore all green. So there was a lot of colors. It was like, I call the Rock Nation brunch like an Easter vibe. Like people wear their Easter's best, Sunday's best type of thing. And it looks cute. Meek Mill had on a full hot pink look with the black shoes. I thought that him and his date, Milano, looked very cute. She had on like a more blush, baby pink column, silk or satin dress with this pink fur. She looked old Hollywood glam, especially being pregnant. She looked gorgeous. So shout out to you, Milano. You did that. And then Mink complimented her in a different shade of pink. So I'm assuming that they're having a girl. Just my guess. Um, Meek Mill wore Alexander McQueen and he's styled by Fatima. It seems like that's his go-to suit because he had on like this other striped number and that was Alexander McQueen as well. So maybe that's his favorite designer. I'm not sure, but it suits him well and it, it looks nice. So good job, Fatima, on the styling. Fatima, his stylist actually was at the Rock Nation brunch too and she looks very cute, but I didn't, I couldn't find a picture of her standing up. So I couldn't get her full look, but she had on like this tuxedo dress type of vibe with gold buttons. She looks very put together, clean. The Combs brothers all showed up and showed out. So we're going to start it with 
Uh, Justin was wearing Dior. He had on a black and white look. Uh, Christian was wearing the Chaz Jordan X Offset collection. It was like a blue leather with zips. I wasn't here for the shoes, but hey, who am I? Fashion is fashion. But the Offset X Chaz, it looked good on him. Christian looked like money. Young Diddy, what's up? Quincy wore a green Ralph Simmons look and I thought it complimented him very well. His style is very cute. I like that he's not afraid to try certain things and he had like a little scarf type thing right here with a gold button. It looks cute. Not mad at it at all, Quincy. Meg the Stallion came in all orange and she looks gorgeous. The tone of orange looks great on her skin. I believe the full look was Versace. If not, the bag was Versace. So, hey, be mad if you won't. I didn't mean to mess that up. Lala was very cute in her look too. She had on like a nude net vibe. Janae Aiko showed up and showed out with her uh, ex-boyfriend, next-boyfriend, Big Sean in tow, looking cute and all brown. Janae Aiko wore a blue. It was like, I would call it like an overcoat or a trench coat with leopard print on the inside and then like a leopard print bra. She looked a bomb and that whole look was Dolce & Gabbana. Shout out to you, Janae. You did them, you let them wraps off, got in his face, got at his neck, and now he back showing up with you at events looking cute. Can't be mad at that. I don't know what Sean is wearing, but he looks very, very cute. You can go to his social media and check him out. Guys, if you want any fashion style tips, Sean doesn't really ever disappoint. Two, he's pretty dapper, but he's from Detroit, so I don't expect no less from him. Uh, Meredith Gray, I don't know her real name, but she's Meredith Gray on Grey's Anatomy. She came and she had on this white Gucci jumpsuit with this big double G belt. She looked fly. Okay, so I'm sorry I don't know your real name, Meredith Gray, but you came and you slayed. And you was laughing and kicking with June Ambrose. I like that. Y'all look cute. Lena Del Rey was on the scene at the Rock Nation brunch, which I didn't expect. That was kind of shocking, but she looked cute. And she, she came. I'm not mad. Hey, Lena. Miguel and Usher both came. They both looked cute. Miguel brought his wife, Naz, and then she had on this full leopard look. It looked very nice. Um, Layla Milan, the funny girl from Instagram, she came in a hot pink, I think it's Versace. If it's not Versace, the pins that were on the side of the lapel, they were Versace. Anyway, she killed. I have not seen her look this good personally, so I think she looked incredible. Layla, you killed that. If it wasn't in this group, I would have definitely gave you look of the week. So give me more of this, Layla. Wow, wow, wow. And wait, I don't know if your name is Layla. I'm sorry if I fucked that up. Your name is Lala Milan. But anyways, you killed it. Killed it, killed it, killed it. I never seen you look this good. You looked incredible. Boom, you killed it. Ari Lennox came and she looked cute. Now I do feel like Ari Lennox give us the same sultry sort of slip dress vibe. But hey, I'm not mad at you. If you find something that works for you, it works for you. Go ahead and wear it, especially when you're going to like events full of rich, fancy dressed people and it's stressful. You would want to stick to the look that you know works best for you time and time again. So I'm not mad at her for not switching it up. She looks cute. She had on these black strappy shoes. The only thing that I kind of didn't like about this and Ari I love you boo I love you I love all your lives I think you're hilarious I love your voice I did not like that she had this big Chanel bag now I get it you're going around a bunch of rich people and you want to have your things on point I agree but for this look you probably should have had a smaller bag a little bit of a daintier bag but who am I if you ever need my help Ari I'm here I will pick off your clothes free of charge anytime you need I got your back Tanache came and Tanache looked cute and she had this all black, very structural, big, I think maybe it was a little too big for her because I feel like Tanache is very small in stature and very petite. So it kind of swallowed her, but it did look cute. She did look presentable. I have never seen Tanache really dressed, dressed up. So that was a, all right, that was a new thing for me. I think she looked cute and she did kill her look even down to the little glitter stuff she had on her baby hairs. You did that. 
T.I., he was in a full mustard look. I don't know if I'm necessarily a fan of the look, but he did look clean and his jewelry was out and he, he was touching Rihanna a lot of times. I don't know. Maybe he was feeling himself. The Jonas Brothers came. The Jonas Brothers looked cute. Um, I guess the best outfit was, though, on the oldest one. He had on the all, like, baby blue with the white T-shirt. He looked the best. The other ones kind of just looked like they showed up, like they had other shit to do that day. And maybe they just got invited to this, so they just came. I don't know. A person that I want to mention, I've never heard of this person, but I saw them online and I was like, whoa, that is a cold outfit. So their Twitter is dope by accident and the name is Jazzy. And this suit was fly. It was like a cobalt blue, what people are calling Nipsey blue now, I guess. And this person had like a Louis Vuitton bracelet and the shoes were fire too. Like the details on this outfit was just incredible. And I think you did a really good job. So I want to shout you out for that. MGK and g -E came to represent for the uh, cute white boys. g e z g -E looks so good. Like, if he wasn't a rapper, he could definitely be a model. But he has on this all-white, double-breasted look with his black shirt, and he just looks fly. He looks like 2020 Johnny Cash. Bomb, G. MGK, I don't know, but you came. I really haven't looked at you the same since Eminem dished you like that. Cause you came at him hard and I felt like you came for no reason. And then for him to just slaughter you like that, he's an old man. I don't know, I haven't looked at you the same. You used to be real fine, but before then, I don't know. I don't know about you. you your, your suit was okay though. All right. Ty Ty, Jay-Z's best friend. Now, if you listen to Jay-Z music, you have definitely heard of Ty Ty before. He's mentioned his name is thrown out all the time. Rihanna too. He was posted up with Winnie Harlow and he had on this brown suit and it was very nice. It looked good on his skin, everything with the white t-shirt. So it's like, I came to look cute, but I ain't trying too hard. Winnie Harlow looked incredible in her all yellow look with like this pleated skirt and these knee-high boots. Very, very cute. Tommy from Love and Hip Hop Tommy, rapper Tommy. I don't know when she's going to come out with more music. I really liked her music, Tommy, so I hope you back to it. Looked cute in this like ostrich big feather. You know how the girls wear the full feather boa type dress. It was orange though in her orange glasses and Tommy looked, hey, I think she has on some Amina Marty uh, slides. Tommy looks cute. She don't come to play, so good job, Tommy. Casanova two times, or Casanova times two, however you say it, he looks really fly too. He came in an all Tom Ford look and some YSL shoes, and he looks clean. I don't think I've ever seen Casanova looking this good, maybe because he's not yelling at people in the picture that I've seen, but he looks good. He looks pleasant. He looks nice. He looks like he makes friends easily. Okay, you would never tell from this picture how he'd be acting. Joey Badass. Joey Badass looks super cool. He came in an all gray Hilton Turner look. I think he has on white tennis shoes. Yeah, he has on Air Forces. The hair is like sticking up, but that's his thing. And I think he looks clean. And I like the way that the suit is kind of like not too fitted, but I don't know. It just it, the style of this exact look. If Joey Badass came at this every time, I wouldn't be mad at it. He looks really good. Um, Dapper Dan came, of course, in Gucci and he looked cool. He looked fly. Um, Lauren London and Sammy came I don't know what designer either of them wearing it looks like Sammy might have like an IMG or Colt Gia bag Monica was there in a full off-white look Monica always looks beautiful to me though so nothing to say about that and they all they look really really cute Lauren has this like full tan look with this big hat she's giving us like old Hollywood vibe and then Sammy is wearing all white and she looks cute so yeah that's my Rock Nation roundup I hope that if I missed anybody, please feel free to tag me or at me their look. I just didn't see it. Like I said, there's no direct fashion coverage on this. So I had to like piece all this together from all over social media. It was not easy. That's why I don't have all the designers. That's why I don't have all the stylists. It's not easy.
work. Somebody's got to do it, and I enjoy it. So, hey, I did it for you. Boom. But if you find anything, let me know. I love to know new information. I would love to see a look that I missed. Get at me. Oh, Bia. Bia, the singer with orange hair, she looked really, really cute, but I couldn't find anything of her standing still in her outfit, so I couldn't bring it here to you. But Bia, you did that. You look clean. I like it. All right. On to the actual Grammy red carpet. Now, I did at first want to do uh, the Clive Davis party, but I felt like there would be too many of the same looks. And I know not necessarily the same looks, but I felt like there would be too many of the same people. And I didn't just want to keep on running these people's name into the ground, like giving you 13 Cardi B looks and 12 Beyonce looks. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So I'd rather give you the Rock Nation brunch looks that I thought were really cute and then give you my Grammy red carpet looks. And then y'all just make do and let God. Now we're going to start our Grammys red carpet coverage. And the Grammys red carpet started off with Billie Eilish. She's like the young, she's the new teen queen. She has on a full Gucci look. It's green and black, and it's very, very heavy, like brocade, embroidered. Uh, she has on a mask, which I feel like might be her thing in these dark sunglasses. I think she looks cool for the young. Hey, if I'm 17, 18, I'm gonna do what I want to out here with this money. Go ahead, Billie. Lizzo looked very cute. She looked very diva, very glamorous. I think finally dressing according to her station, at least for me, this is the first look that I've seen that I think that is very fitting of Lizzo. She's wearing Artelia Versace and Lorraine Schwartz jewels. She also has this big fur boa. Look, Lizzo, you look rich, okay? You look like money. You look like a, old, a, a bad bitch back in the day. You look fly, Lizzo. I want to see more of this and less of like the crazy look at me, look at me stuff. I don't think you need to do that. I think stuff like this really showcases your beauty and the station that you're at right now. You don't need to get our attention. You already got it, girl. Then we got Ariana Grande in a full princess look. I think because she skipped out on the Grammys last time and sat home in her pretty dress, she wanted to bring it and show out this time. And she is in John Batista Volley. Now, the only thing about this look that I feel like it doesn't go over well or as big as maybe it would have in the previous year is that John Batista Volley released that H&M collaboration and they had that big pink tulle dress and I think a lot of streetwear, not streetwear, a lot of indie designers, a lot of Instagram boutiques, a lot of just random people started to copy that look so it doesn't have the same like wow and awe factor that it would have previously before that came out but Ariana still looks gorgeous nonetheless. The hair is beautiful. I think the blonde kicks off the gray very nicely. The gloves look on point. You did that Ariana. Princess vibe as always. Dua Lipa. Now Dua Lipa was getting uh, made fun of a little while ago on social media because their dancing skills, but Dua Lipa came tonight to let y'all know she is not to be played with in Alexander Wang. A full white look. She has on like a corset top and this very slinky silk skirt. She looks incredible. The blonde hair set it off the diamonds. Girl, did Dua Lipa look like she been getting money? Y'all hate on that. Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus came in their cowboy, cowboy couture. Um, I don't want to say that I'm tired of seeing Lil Nas X and what I feel like is a costume because I, I think that that's what he's being pushed to do and basically was paying his bills. So I don't want to stop no checks, but I would like to see Lil Nas in some more just designer looks and like showcase his own style and less of this old town road character. And that's all I'm saying. But the pink Versace look, Lil Nas, you did that. You killed it. You're going to be in pretty plenty of fashion history talks because of the stuff that you've been wearing. I just want to see you like elevate and not get pigeonholed or get stuck with this country character because that's not who I feel like you are. 
Sean Mendez looked very, very dapper in his full burgundy Louis Vuitton with his Bugatti jewels. I'm, I might see what Camilla is seeing in you now because you look good. You look very fly. You look like you could be the next 007. I don't know Sean Mendez, but you look good in your Louis Vuitton. Ella May. Now, I love this Giorgio Armani red look on Ella May because I feel like Ella May always airs on the side of a baggier, poofier, fuller look. And I think that this is the first time, at least I've really seen her showcase her like womanly figure and her looks and all of that. And I think she looks gorgeous. I think she looks drop dead gorgeous. And the, the red with the shoe, the diamonds, the hair, all of that you look befitting of your station. I'm glad. People are accepting like that they're stars now. You need to dress like a star and, you know, be the part. I like it. You look cute. I don't know what you're, why are you hiding this under a bushel, Ella? You look bomb. Uh, Billy Porter came. Now, Billy Porter is not ever one to waste a red carpet opportunity. I'm not necessarily a fan of this look. He's in full Baja East, but... I know what he's coming to do. He's coming to get on the blogs, to be talked about, to make a best or worst list dress. So I feel like with that stuff in mind and like the whole idea of self-promotion now and our times with social media and all that, I totally get this and I'm here for it. Go ahead, Billy. Make these people write about you all for the whole next week and me here talk about you. Chrissy Teigen looks cute in her orange look. I think this is a little bit too big for her up top, but she does look cute. And I'm happy to see her step outside of her usual like beiges and pinks and muted colors and her sort of like goddessy old Hollywood look. I'm happy to see her sort of step out of her comfort zone, even if it's not my favorite, but I'm happy to see her try to switch it up. So good job, Chrissy, especially after the two babies. Like who wouldn't want to come out and be like, I'm a new type of female. You don't know nothing about this girl. So I think you came and you did what needs to be done. Heidi Klum. I feel like Heidi Klum is giving me um, Bridget Bardot with the hair, the bangs in the 70s. And then this whole glittery look with the high split. It is Dundas. I think that she looks very cute. This is very reminiscent of Dundas time at Versace and like the looks that he was putting on Sierra, if you all remember that. Very good. And then she has Lorraine Storch jewels, of course, because who don't like to bling out in some Lorraine? Um, her is in D squared and it's like a geisha look. I don't know if this is my favorite look, but I am happy to see her dressing a little bit more girly, showing us her eyes. Okay, I'm here for it in whatever capacity I can get it. So her, if you gotta wear a kimono to come out and show us body and let us see your legs and wear some heels, girl, wear a kimono every day. Get short ones, get side split ones. Fuck it up, her, cause this is a good look. Uh, Gwen Stefani and the country man that she's with, Blake Shelton, they looked good. Now, Gwen Stefani looks incredible, as always. Gwen Stefani has never really disappointed me with her looks since back in the No Doubt days. I've been a Gwen Stefani stand, so I'm here for it. She's wearing full Dolce & Gabbana, and so is her man, but Gwen is really the thing to look at with the short dress. It's like a baby doll type thing with the knee-high boots. This looks adorable. I think it's something that probably we would, in our mind, we would more likely see Ariana Grande in this and then opposite, but that's not how it worked because Gwen is super cool and she's always on the mark. So Gwen is out here looking like money. Tyler, the creator came and he came dressed like that hotel movie, Grand Hotel Budapest. And he looked like the character in the movie. And I, I think that is funny, especially to go on with his comments that said like he feels like anytime a black person does something genre bending, they put it in the urban or rap category and he feel like it's just a way to say nigga. So I think it's very funny that he came dressed as a butler with the suitcase in tow. I think it's hilarious. Tyler.
And then he has his brand on the suit, which is like, I'm not representing none of y'all. I don't really fuck with none of y'all. I just came to say what I got to say, get my recognition and go home. You can't be mad at Tyler. Since he ate the roach, he been at everybody's throat. FKA Twigs came and she showed up and she showed out. Now I would not wear this personally and I don't think that many other people will look good in it, but FKA, I think it's because she's from uh, the UK. She has like a, a weird vintagey Victorian vibe type of thing going on with her style sometimes, but she looks incredible in this look and it's by Ed Marler. I don't think anybody else could have done it. So FKA, you shut it down. Excellent job. DJ Khaled came out stunt in his all black. I'm sure it's another 501 flavors look with his red and white Jordan 1s. He looks clean. He looks like DJ Khaled. He ain't trying to be nobody he's not. Repping for the bigger guys. And I think DJ Khaled uh, does a good job at staying in his comfort zone but not letting it get stale. Because he can go to three events in one day and give them essentially the same look but it's going to be different. So it lends to like more of his legend like and another one. We the best. <laughs> Saweetie and Quavo came and they look very, very cute. Saweetie is styled by Brian Jovar. I don't know who styled Quavo, but Quavo is wearing a full Prada look. It's like a red satin with like some black beads sort of dripping from his buttons, like blood. It looks very cool. And Saweetie is in full machino. I love the look from the little pins that she has in her hair to her big candy looking rings. I think it plays very well off of the sprinkle sort of candy glitter vibe that's going on with her dress. And I think she looks incredible. So again, Saweetie and Brian, you killed that. Sway Lee came and done this and he looks cool rock star vibe he looks very disheveled like he don't really care but he still looks clean and it gives me like 70s rock star like Mick Jagger on tour in Morocco or I don't know like in Spain or something he looked cool he looked like money. Black China came and she wore a full red look. It's not the most show-stopping look I've ever seen Black China in, but I do like the that she is respecting the stage of life that she's in. She does look very classy, very timeless, very Hollywood glam. You would not, if you knew nothing about Black China, assume nothing from this photo. She looks incredible. Big Frida was invited and I thought that was nice to see her out there repping her Louisiana. She had on the cowboy hat and all of that. So shout out to Big Frida. She looked cute as always. Lala Milan again came and she looks gorgeous. I don't know what designer she's wearing, but she looks very cute. Common in a full burgundy Dolce & Gabbana look. Perfect. Couldn't ask for more. If he was my date, hey, I would not be mad. He looks very, very dapper. He looks clean, not trying too hard, not doing too much. Perfection. Uh, Jid from Earth Gang or jid featuring i don't know he looks very cool i like his structured orange suit with the side i think that a lot of the dreamville people came and they looked great i love dreezy's outfit the black long ball gown thing with the up in the front. i think it was perfect on her uh yb and corday were dolce and gabbana very cute very fitting for his first grammys looking like money shout out to you came a long way from returning them shoes on complex Lauren London came to rep for Nipsey in all black. She looks beautiful, very, very timeless. Uh, I like the new shortcut on her. I'm not really used to it yet, but I think it does look a little bit more grown up and it takes her out of the, the new, new Lauren London that we know this is like a more grown up, sophisticated Lauren. So I like this look on her. Guap Dad 4000 came and killed the carpet in his 10, 20 foot do-rag. I think it's hilarious, but I think he looked incredible. And especially for the scam god in all of us, I think he did us all justice. That is the outfit that we wanted. That is what we want. That's what we expected. He looks great. I'm not mad. Loot in the all purple with the orange beanie still. I think great way to stay true to yourself, but class it up for the event. You look 
amazing. I love seeing uh, Kelly Osbourne and Ozzy Osbourne on the carpet. They look very much like themselves, um, not trying too hard. They look like they just came from dinner at the house and they showed up so great. Pia Mia came in her full silver look and she looks cute. Now I haven't seen Pia Mia in a while and I didn't even really know that Pia Mia was necessarily still doing music but I like this look on her. She doesn't really ever disappoint with her like blonde beach hair and her super tan skin, her Guam Island look. I like it though but you showed up with this look and you look great Pia. So shout out to you. Anderson Pack in full Gucci with the blue. Perfect look. Lucky Day. I love me some Lucky Day music and he came in like this mint shiny double-breasted suit. I think it looks clean. I wasn't really a fan of the shoes but the suit was clean so if you showed me like from ankle up I would have been like yeah that's a hit. Bam I love that. Jessie Reyes came. Um, I think this no this is not Jessie Reyes first Grammys but she looks really cute in her all red. It looks kind of wedding-y but I know Jessie Reyes is more of a tomboy style so this is like a whole different realm for her and I like that she even um, tried to step outside and wear this this big look you know so I'm, I'm sure that's like not comfortable and it's kind of scary so she probably wants to stay in her comfort zone a little bit with something that wouldn't show too much and something that wasn't too revealing or too hard to move and walk in the dresses by Ramona Caviza so I think you did a really good job Jesse and I'm excited to see more of your upscale looks I know you kill a chuck in the tennis shoe can't nobody do it like you but I would love to see you in more of these types of looks Oh, the last look I wanted to mention, last but certainly not least, is Nyjah Charles. I think that's how you say her name. She is a songwriter and I think she's an inspiring singer as well. She had on this gold, uh, it gave me like Studio 54 Versace vibes. It was cross top and it was around her neck and then she had on the goddess type skirt. I think she looked really, really cute. It was perfect for her age and her skin tone. I think she looked like a goddess. She looked like the award itself. And I'm happy to see her on the carpet. I wasn't expecting to see her at all. So when I saw the pictures of her, I was like, hey, she looks good. So shout out to you, Nyjah. I wanna see you more places cause you're killing it with your looks. So that is it for my Grammys red carpet coverage. Oh, oh, no, no, no. YG came and he brought his baby. YG was in this uh, zebra sweater and black pants and his baby wore like a black and white tuxedo. They looked very cute. And that's that for my Grammy coverage. So yeah, thank you. Now we are gonna get into my looks of the week. So my first look of the week is Cash Doll in all black she again has a sort of studio 54 crisscross type vibe at the top she had on full fishnets underneath it could have been a part of the dress i'm not sure but it looked like a fishnet sort of thing like a set underneath it she looked like money now cash doll never really disappoints me with her looks i feel like she has like one of the best hairstylists in the game every time i see cash doll's hair i'm like how? Where can I go? What can I buy? What can I do? Her hair looks incredible. So that does not take away from this look. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't know anybody who's like, at, at least out of the rap girls, quite doing it on the level that Cash Doll is doing. I really appreciate what she brings to the table style-wise. The next look of the week is Coil. I do not want to butcher this girl's name. I'm going to call her Coily Ray. I'm so sorry if I butchered your name. I really, really think you're cute and I like some of your music. Coily Ray. I'm giving her look of the week. She was at a pre-Grammy event at Universal Studios and she had on this Vivian Westwood corset top. 
these Cam Versetti cargo type pants, a Judas Lieber bag, and some Prada shoes. I like this look because I use, again, Coily is a more of a tomboy dresser when I see her. Now she does look cute sometimes, but it's always like a tomboy look. And I think that this was her way of bridging like a super, super girly style with something that's true to her. And I think that she did an incredible job at that. Now, I don't know if she has a stylist, but if not, this was a really, really good take on her personal style mixed with let's up it a little bit for the event that we're going to. And I think that a lot of people do not bridge that gap as seamlessly as she did with this look. So I think that if you're going to be stepping out more in like a red carpet type of vibe and you want to be known for your fashion and stuff like this, if you come with this sort of initiative, I think you will win every time. I think you could be all over the place. You can be in magazines, you can have your own collections. You can pretty much do what you want to do if you keep up this momentum. Perfect. From the braids to the jewelry to the shoes. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Next look of the week is Miss Jordan Woods. Jordan Woods is becoming a style icon in her own right on the gram. And this week she posted up in a snake print IMG brand dress I believe that is sheer and I love me a mesh look and then she has um a like brown Louis Vuitton bag I'm sure it's vintage because I don't see this color out anywhere really really with Louis Vuitton anymore but she looks great the hair the makeup the dress uh, uh, uh. Jordan you look like money you look like a hot date you look like a nice car your mommy my jeep you look bomb next look of the week is Kalani now at first glance, I was not a fan of this look because it looks too distressed and too disheveled on one side, especially for somebody that's as small in stature as I feel that Kalani is. But when I dive deeper into this, I also have to be, you know, retrospective that Kalani is quite a tomboy too. And to see her in some high designer straight off the runway outfit and with some super high like platform boots too. I think that this is way out of Kalani's usual what she does. I think this is way out of her comfort zone. So I wanna give her all the accolades for this look and I would love to see more fashion Kalani because I feel like she has the face and the body and like the style because the, the girl is edgy and she's from the Bay so I know she knows something about style to pull these looks off but I think that maybe she just gets overwhelmed or maybe it's too much and you know Kalani is on her earth, spiritual, motherhood, vibe maybe she don't want to be having the bad bitch contest all the time but if she did i'm telling you she would be a person to reckon with the dress and the boots i cannot say the designer but they will be tagged if y'all want to see it on their social media these names i feel i don't know i don't know i don't want to mess it up but the look is fire she looks incredible and this is like sort of the best and the most out of the box i've ever really seen kalani look so look of the week kalani my last look of the week is ari aka kyle's sister from Instagram. Now she is in this Valdrin Shati, the super shiny dresses that we see all of our explore page. If you're a fashion girl, you've seen all the girls in it from the Kardashians. Beyonce wore a red look by him to the Clive Davis party. I think that it's like a Middle Eastern brand. I see it like a lot in like the Dubai type weddings and stuff that I see on Instagram. If they're like full glitter looks. Ari looks great. Now this, I chose her for look of the week because I, first of all, I never really see her dress covered up. Second, I never really see her like in a look that I feel like is timeless and that's not super, super trend heavy on trend from her hair to her makeup to everything. But this look, I feel like if she took any pictures besides the one that she posted on the gram, these are pictures that she could put up in her home that she could frame. They will be beautiful for a long, long time because she looks perfect. Like the hair, the nails, the makeup, she did everything correctly. The shoes, I'm, I'm so here for it. So her stylist name is Saks Fifth Rich, if you want to see on social media. And 
I, I could not be more pleased with this look. I hope he styles her more in the future. This looks incredible. And that wraps up my looks of the week. I hope you all liked it. And now for the music segment of the podcast, 106 in Parking Lot with your host, Tam. All right. So this week on 106 in Parking Lot, we did not really have any new releases. However, we did have a few singles that dropped. So I want to go through the singles with you and just let you know, maybe if you haven't seen them already, if you want to try some out, you can hop on Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, and see if you like any of these. But I'm going to just let you know the new stuff because that's what we do here on 106 in Parking Lot. So First new song of the week is Bitch, or B-I-T-C-H, because there's periods in between it, by Megan Thee Stallion. I really like this song because it's a remix or like a female take on the Tupac song, I'd Rather Be a N-I-G-G-A, and Megan is like rapping on some real G shit, like I'd rather be a B-I-T-C-H, because that's what you're going to call me when I'm tripping anyways. Love the song. Haven't heard a truer statement. Me too, Megan. I feel you. Again, Megan, preaching to the choir. Second new song out is a song called Say Whoop by Sada Baby. I really don't know much about Sada Baby. I was put onto him in my car with my little brother. So any of you that like the shoot 'em up, bang, bang, rowdy music, go ahead and check that out. I'm sure it'll be right up your alley. I'll be driving fast to it in the neighborhood near you. Third song of the week, we got I Don't Give a Fuck or I-D-G-A-F by Rico Nasty, one of my favorite female rappers. I love the Rico Nasty vibe. I love her like girl, rock, scream, that whole thing. I was really into punk when I was younger. So Rico Nasty is just everything that I want in a musician. I feel like she checks all of my boxes. And if I were a rapper, I would probably be like Rico Nasty. Fourth and final new single for this week is First and Third by Marlo, Lil Baby, and Future. I love Future music, and Lil Baby is starting to be one of my faves, too, just as far as, like, the party music or the driving and chilling music. So check that out if you want to have a good time. All these songs are cool, and I'm looking forward to the new albums by each of these people. Um, I will be attending the 2020 Coachella this year, so I will let y'all know if anything like pops off there, gets crazy, gets live there. I know that Big Sean was hinting on Twitter that there may be some, you know, album deadline that he's going to uh, pair up with his appearance at Coachella because why would you want to go to Coachella and perform a whole set of old music so I don't know really what to expect from him I'm hoping to see Janae brought up on stage and maybe they play off of like her freestyles with his new stuff or maybe it's just a whole new thing I haven't heard any new music from Sean other than like the stuff that he had with Janae and the stuff that he had with Ferg like Berserk so I'm excited to see about that and I will let y'all know all of that here and then if you want to see any concert videos they're also on this channel if you scroll down on watch time to time you'll see a bunch of the videos from all the concerts I go to I try to be really good about recording when I go and then talking about it here with y'all so just so you can have two and two go together let me know and we can always do more concerts I tend to really go a lot during the summer so that's why I call it summer concert series but we'll see this year if y'all want more concert coverage more music coverage I will go to more concerts and cover more music for y'all no problem just say the word get at me and that concludes 106 in parking lot for this week on to what I think is probably my favorite part of the show because I love sharing my songs with you all. I hope I feel like it bonds us. I feel like it makes us friends because like when you share your playlist with somebody, that's really how you know you fuck with that person. So my first song this week on the Chevy playlist is Gang Gang by Jack Boyd and Sheck West. I love this song. When I'm driving, when I'm washing dishes, when I'm getting ready for work, I'm with the gang, 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 gang. <sighs> Can't get it out of my head. I love it so much. 
second song on the Chevy playlist is Belong to the Streets by Savannah Christina. I found this girl on Twitter. Apparently she's like a YouTube celebrity because she did this, these viral um, videos of her song, but she was out in public like the streets video that I saw literally she was on like the center divider in the street then she had this other one called self-care she's on the beach and um, I put her on the playlist because this week I saw her like get a shout out from Alicia Keys online on this other show and I thought to myself oh that's really cool that she's finally like getting her shine and oh wait I got a little shelf so I can give her some shine too because I love her music so yeah shout out to Savannah Christina and maybe one day I'll get to interview her here and we'll talk about what inspired these songs what inspired her to go out and shoot the videos the whole thing because I love her music I love her vibes how she looks in the video so yeah Savannah come down girl let's be friends all right third song is high fashion by Roddy Rich would you mind if I call you my Prada Bay? I know all of you guys like that song Roddy Rich number one in the country so let's keep that going Roddy Rich is from my part of town so let's make it happen he deserves that number one so if we can get all these songs up there why not don't just got to be the box we can keep going Fourth song is Say So by Doja Cat. I love me some Doja Cat. I feel like in the realm of not even just female rappers, but as far as a superstar, like the person that has the capacity and, you know, tools and style to be around for the next 10, 15, 20 years, like on a Missy Elliott type thing. I think Doja Cat is that girl. If I had to bet my retirement on one of these rap girls, she would probably be then the top two and she not two because Doja comes consistently with like concepts, lyricism, um, wordplay, fucking uh, beat selection. I think she makes some of her own beats too. Her videos, her clothes, everything that she does, it seems like she's going really, really hard. And I love that about a person, especially in a female, because I know how hard it is. So I love all things Doja Cat. When Doja Cat is coming to a city near me, I will be there with my fucking cat ears on or my cyber sex outfit, whatever the theme is. I'm gonna be there, I'm gonna be on theme. Um, last song of the week for the Chevy playlist is Take It Down by Partisan Fontaine and Offset. Um, I like Offset's music and I love Partisan Fontaine. So it's just the perfect uh, mix for me to be happy and get through the traffic and turn up a little bit into my car. And that's what this playlist is all about. So I hope y'all enjoy it too this week. It'll be available on Apple Music, YouTube, and anywhere else y'all want me to put it. Just let me know down below and I got you. And finally, I'll, you know, I'd like to leave the show on some positivity because the world is a super dark, super fucked up, trying, irritating place. So I'd like to end the show on a positive note. And this week, my quote of positivity is going to be, Yesterday is not ours to recover, but tomorrow is ours to win or lose by Lyndon B. Johnson. And I would like to share that with you all because everybody has tough times or challenging times. This week, and I was very sick. I was not in the mood to record, but I didn't want to let you guys down. And I figured even if I'm going to be a little late, I'd rather just not record nothing at all because that's what makes you a loser. When you throw in the towel and you do not persevere. So I chose to persevere. I'm recording this right now in my work outfit. I came straight from work home to record because I feel like I'm already losing my voice and I don't want to get sicker and then not have anything and then be an excuse because tomorrow is for me to win or lose. And I, I mean, because today is for me to win or lose and I can't do nothing about yesterday and I can't do nothing about 
the next day. But today is the day for me to take all the ownership I can, make it possible, and make it the best. So that's what I'm doing. That's what I want to impart to all of you. I hope that's what you're doing too. And just make the best out of the situation you got because it's not always going to be perfect. It's not going to always be ideal. Sometimes I feel like my life is just like falling apart all around me, but I don't give up. And every day you got to just look forward and be like, today is a day. It's on me how this comes out. Forget about yesterday. Forget about tomorrow today. So that's what I want to leave you all with. Thank you so much for watching Tan tonight. Real news for a fake world. And I'll see y'all next week. Bye.